You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. He's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> Part of relationship show is copywritten. No one is to use any portion of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the art of relationships. Thank you. Hey, people. Welcome to Tuesday. You know what? Here in Michigan yesterday, Mo- Mother Nature was a... Well, never. She was not nice. I'll just say that, okay? Um, yeah, hopefully everybody's safe, dug out. You know what? In this uh, weather, unseasonably cold weather, especially all over the country here in Michigan, wherever you're at, you know what? Look out for the elder people out there. Please, please, please. If you see an elderly person uh, shoveling snow, you know what? Help them out, please, okay? We don't want any people having heart attacks, that stuff. So, you know what, with that said, you know what, look out for people out there, okay? Drive safe, don't be an idiot. You know what, slow down, please. I want people safe, I want people as relaxed as possible out there. Yeah, Mother Nature hit Michigan big time yesterday. (coughs) So, um, we got that white crap, we'll just say that, okay? Um, God, I need to move somewhere warm. Anyways, (laughs) Welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. As always, I'm your host, Greg Dzinski, fully licensed professional counselor in Metro Detroit, relationship and sex specialist here to help you have the relationship that you've always craved. Not only that, but the relationship you crave with yourself. And part of today is going to be sort of a follow-up, if you will. When I talked about compatibility, I believe it was last week, you know, I'm getting at different areas of compatibility, and I talked about love, about sexuality, and I also talked about communication styles, okay? Everybody talks about, you know what, I want better communication, Greg, our communication sucks, we're terrible, we get in arguments. It's about, you know, how you gel together communication styles and how you can work together. You can learn it, absolutely. But this is going to be an added, if you want to say, added episode to that and following up about what your love style is or your love identity however you want to term it and it's not a right or wrong and you can chime in down below please people please chime in below i got a watch party started so i'm all about people trying to you know kick it up a little bit and look at you know what you need to feel you know loved Plain and simple, right? And I talk about, you know, with couples on a daily basis, you know what? What do you need to feel loved, to feel desired, to feel, you know what, respected? 
a priority appreciated, that type of stuff, all, you know, follows in. But I want to know, do you have an idea of your love style or love identity, if you will? Either way, pick and choose whatever word you want. And this goes into more specific about how you want to be loved, okay? Simple, right? I ask that all the time. People, they look at me like I'm talking Chinese. No disrespect to the Chinese. I don't speak Chinese, okay? Um, they look at me like, Greg, what the hell are you talking about? And this goes into not only, you know, how you want to be loved, but this goes into affection as well, big time. What does affection mean? You know, what does it mean to you? Are you an affectionate person and exactly what that means? Not only that, that you know specifically, you know what? What type of affection do you want? Do you want hugs? Do you want kid kisses? Do you want, you know, embraces? Do you want, you know, your little booty squished a little bit? Yeah, your guy might want your booty, his booty squished or a little spanked too. Uh, so it's not a right or wrong. It's being able to look at what your, you know, type of affection you want. And this all makes up your love identity or your love style. And what works for you? Because if you have no clue, people, how are you going to teach your partner? Or for the single people out there, how are you going to teach your potential partner what you want, how you want to be loved, how you want to be shown, you know, affection to you, whatever that means. And if you are an individual that, you know what, you're not a big person on affection. You're, you know, you think someone's lovey-dovey being affectionate and you're thinking, oh my God, get away, you know, get the hell away from me, um, that you're claustrophobic, that type of thing. Does your love style, love identity mean, you know what, or represent, maybe you need to be with someone that also is okay not being affectionate. Again, a lot of people look at, okay, I'm affectionate, you're not, something's wrong with you. Not necessarily. It just means about your love style and it mentions about how you want to be loved and what works for you. It's meeting that balance and that you're not fighting each other. You know, you're not wringing each other's neck or beating each other up verbally, emotionally, because a lot of issues, let's face it, they come up when you're not feeling loved, you're not feeling desired, and you're not feeling respected. And a lot of aspects, you know, couples over the many years I've been doing this come up, you know, I don't feel loved. My partner's not that way or won't do this. What if they're not? Does that mean you are with the wrong partner? Maybe, maybe not. Or can you learn to sort of evolve together and meet each other's love identity? But first you have to know. Number one, let's look at affection, okay? I just talked about it, okay? Now, you know, the types. Number one, what types of affection are important to you? How do you want those to be received? Not only that, you know what? What about the frequency? Some people, I give you a hug in the morning when leave for work, at night, whatever, little kiss, whatever, and that's it. That's all the affection you want where somebody wants to cuddle, wants to hold every night, every day, okay? I'm an affectionate person, but I'm also a great mix, if you will, about, you know, independence and being affectionate and having your own identity and not being too clingy or too needy. I love affection, okay? But... I don't want to be responsible for someone's happiness all the time, okay? It's a lot of work and it's not fair to me or it wouldn't be fair to my partner if, you know what, 
that their responsibility was my happiness. It's a lot of work. So your love style matters. It's a big deal with relationships and how do you evolve it and how are you able to, you know, meander through those and teach each other what works for you, okay? Another aspect about your love style is activity level, right? Your love, you know, what if one person, you know, wants to be all over the place? And this goes with compatibility, but it's also shaping your identity level as far as what works for you and how you want to be in a relationship as far as activity level. One person is a couch potato. The other one wants to be freaking going to the gym five hours a day, seven days a week type of thing or wants to be travel a lot. Again, nothing is wrong. It's about how do you balance that and that is part of how you want to be loved in your love identity and what works best for you, what type of relationship you want, and how you want to be. And if you are one that, you know what, is low-key, doesn't like to do a lot of stuff, maybe an introvert, it's not a bad thing, okay, Nothing, not wrong about it, then maybe you need to be with somebody that is more of an introvert with you. And there's always a balance where we can get pulled and sort of evolve out of our comfort zone. I'm all about that, okay. I'm all about evolving and growing and all that aspect. But if you are... Want your partner, you're with somebody that's constantly on the go, and that stresses you out. Can you that balance, or are you doing everything separate? Again, it's not a right or wrong. It's what works for both of you, or will that create a disconnect? Know yourself well enough. That's why I'm doing this episode for you out there to understand and to get, you know what, your identity of what love is, how you want to be loved, and how your style is. So you look at those aspects. Maybe you're one, you know, some people during the work week, they don't do nothing, read, watch TV, whatever, during the week. And on the weekend, they woohoo, let loose, party hardy, whatever, okay? It's about the balance and finding out what works for you. And you know what? Knowing your authentic self, big time. And people heard me left and right talking about you know what, your authentic self and what does that mean? And again, it's not a right or wrong. It's trying to find out what works for you. But you better have an idea because what's going to happen is going to be a huge, huge issue, okay? Um, hey, Nairi, hey, welcome. Um, teach us, Greg, I'm super affectionate. <laughs> uh, I'm affectionate too. I love affection and I'm playful too. So this comes up to... Another aspect about your love style, okay? Are you playful? Are you, do you like joking around? I'm a smart ass, okay? I like joking around, but I also have a deep, deep side to me. I can be very deep, very, you know, um, emotional, if you will, as far as getting connected with my partner, future partner, whatever, or connected with people. I want that on a deep level, and some people can't have that. And that's part of, you know what? Maybe your love style too and what you need for that. Or maybe if, if it's all surface level, are you going to feel blunted? Are you going to feel blah? Are you going to feel like there's a huge emotional disconnect? This also plays into the love style that is you, okay? And that doesn't mean you can't evolve or grow. But as always, you don't want to sell yourself out big time. You want to be who you are, but keep growing and evolving at the same time, okay? So, are you one that loves joking around, that tickle, pillow fights, you know what, water fights, maybe you are, maybe I'm giving away one of my, uh, maybe I was a jerk, whatever, you ever put a rubber band, you have, you know, in the kitchen sink, you have the sprayer, you put a rubber band around the handle holding it in, so they, 
turn on the faucet and it squirts them in the face type of thing? You know, can you be playful or do you know would that piss you off? Maybe you're one that don't like to be joking around that much at all. And again, it's not a right or wrong. It's who you are and finding your identity, finding how you want a relationship, how you want to be loved, how you want to be respected, that type of aspect. So, you know what? Do you like depth? Do you like uh, emotional connection on a deep, deep level, not a surface area? Plus, you can mix it up. Are you playful? Are you not playful? People look at, and let's face it, they look at right or wrong. They look at you know, because you're not like me, you're wrong. You have something wrong with you. You're whacked. You're crazy. Oh, my God, you're, you know what, broken type of thing. No, it's just different. And you grow and evolve together, hopefully. But, again, you don't want to sell out your identity and what is crucial to you. Nothing is perfect. I say this every episode. But you don't want to sell out a huge part of who you are waiting for somebody to always catch up or, you know what, that you BS yourself and thinking, oh, we can be okay like this because the resentment's going to build right in. Not only that, what about, how many people look at your moods, okay? Are you an individual that gets moody once in a while, that is highly stressed, okay? That maybe you're, chi I'm pretty chill, pretty laid back, it, I don't get ticked that much at all. Uh, it takes a lot for me to get angry and upset and ticked, but some people get, you know, they're highly anxious and they get, something goes wrong and they uh, break a shoelace. Oh my God, screw my life. Kill me. All this stuff. You know, they get very volatile, emotional. And is it a right or wrong? Yeah, that's debatable. Okay. I don't judge. But knowing your moods is important. Okay. Because you can teach it. Sometimes I get like this, da, 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 how you are. But what's more important, people, is when you're in a certain mood, what do you like? There we go, okay? I've talked many times, you know, throughout the years about some people when they get ticked off, they get angry, right? They want to be left alone, right? And then the person, right, wants to talk to them, wants to maybe give them a hug, whatever, and you know, they don't. They feel close, just leave me alone. And then that huge emotional disconnect because there's a lack of understanding, okay? So when your moods not only knowing your moods or what happens to you, and I'm all about, you know, I don't want people spazzing out, but it happens. But when you're in a, you know, maybe an upset, a ticked off, pissed off mood, okay, do you need to be left alone, right? Or maybe you want to be reassured that you're loved and you want affection, you want to be hugged, you want to be, you know what, reassured. Again, it's not a right or wrong, it's different. But in or you know what you want. And if you don't know, I want you to be able to look at it and work at it because that makes it easier for your partner to love you, to give you what you need. So a lot of people ignore, you know, their moods. I can be moody or I have bad days. We all do, right? But more specifically, what do you need in those moments? And a lot of people have a hard time because some people, let's face it, I'm going to bash us men. If we don't know what to do, we don't do anything, right? We don't want to make it worse. We don't want to screw up. Don't yell at me. I'm walking away. When your partner could me, as I trip over my tongue, um, your partner might not might need reassurance, might need to be known that they're loved and cared for. I care about you. You know, what's going on? Why are you upset? What did I do to tick you off? That type of thing, instead of being sarcastic, snide comments, that type of thing. What about when you're sad? Okay, you had a bad day, you're sad, just emotional. It might not even be a reason, okay? 
Do you need to be left alone? Do you need to be cuddled? You know what? Do you need affection? Again, it's not right or wrong, but when you're in these certain moods, can you teach your partner what you need? This is part of your identity, your love identity, your love style. And a lot of people forget about this. When I'm in a certain mood, I just need to be whatever. And your partner's just left there. Oh, you could have hugged me, you could have whatever. And let's face it, ladies, how many people, ladies out there, still assume that your man reads your mind, okay? <laughs> and you get ticked off. Oh my God, we've been together two years. You should know better. Maybe you haven't taught him. So I want you to teach him, okay, ladies? And this goes for men too, right? A lot of women complain that men, they're not that descriptive. They're not that expressive in what they need and what they want. And it creates a huge disconnect and a entanglement, if you will, emotional entanglement. But men, same thing for you. This is not gender biased. It works for both of you. Men, you also need to know your love style big time, okay? I'm talking about both of you. When I say about your love identity, love style, this is not just for ladies. This is for men too, so you can teach each other what you want and what you need, okay? And not assuming, right? Trial and error, we know. Sometimes trial and error, it works, but it takes a long time. I'd rather, you know what, shorten that and go after what you what you want, what you need, when your mood's out of whack, or maybe you're in a playful mood, what do you, you want to be more playful, and that type of thing. What if you're in a mood that's more sensual, more loving, more, you know, affectionate, and what do you need during that, and your partner is more in a playful mood, whatever. Can you teach each other, and can you ebb and flow, and sort of meet each other's needs, that type of thing, okay? Another love style is, are you one that is... Let's face it, that has a wall up about vulnerability. And this is a big thing I try to teach couples, and it's so not easy, okay? About, you know what, a love style and part of it, and I always say vulnerability is probably one of the biggest things that you can do to build emotional and physical intimacy, okay? And your level of vulnerability and being open. I'd rather get rid of vulnerability, the term, and just use being open, okay? And a lot of people are not open. We got to earn that trust, right? People got to earn your trust to be able to be open with them, okay? No big deal. I get that. But we're afraid because of past traumas, okay? Past heartaches. We get cheated on. Our heart ripped out, stomped, crushed, you know, just ripped apart, okay? I get that. But I want you to also be, you know, open and allow your partner to be able to, you know what? allow you to be open with them, okay, to build that trust, okay, to be able to build that way. And can you be open anyways and say, I'm open, I'm sad, I'm hurt, I don't feel loved, but I'm also strong enough and confident enough to say I deserve this and I'm not going to get treated like crap, plain and simple. So you're looking at, you know, your love identity, your love affection, or, you know, affection is part of your love style, love identity and look at these areas as far as you know affection what types do you want the frequency you want and it's not like okay I want affection five times a day and you know what we only had it four times it's not about you know nitpicking okay it's about what works good for you okay on an average got it on an average your activity levels how do you want to spend your life how do you want to you know uh, some people find a deeper connection 
backpacking through the woods and mountains or whatever. Some people just want to sit in the backyard. Again, it's not a right or wrong. It's what works for you or doing home improvement projects together. It's what works for you and your activity level with that aspect and also your moods, which is huge. I think the moods and emotions associated with them get so ignored and misunderstood. You need to teach each other what you need during a certain mood episode, okay? Sad, pissed off, angry. Um, I mentioned sensual type of mood, loving mood, that type of aspect. Maybe you're more independent that you feel like you can't breathe sometimes and you just need your own time. I'm all for that. We all need that, okay? Some people don't want that. They feel like if they have a long time, they feel lost. They feel like, oh my God, I don't know what to do with my life type of thing. It's sad. But, you know, that type of thing about, you know, your mood levels and reading each other. You know what? I want my own time and, you know, I want my independence. That doesn't mean I don't love you or I want you or desire you. Not at all. It's you holding on to your own self. But understanding your moods so you can teach your partners, okay? And being open, open to discussion, open to growing, open to your sadness, your hurt, your traumas, okay? And not allowing anyone to use that against you, but connecting and growing and being on that, you know, whatever increasing evolution, what love is and relationships are, okay? Or in my definition, they should be, okay? Um, Nari, you mentioned we do want men to know without us verbally telling us lol yeah i know <laughs> we think they just uh don't pay enough attention to us and that makes us feel slightly emotionally i get that big time we don't understand how to teach them our love language or learn theirs as we should all the time now now i agree with that partially okay um this probably could be for another episode. I used to do, when I used to teach uh, college classes, um, I stopped a couple years ago, but f I taught college classes, saw clients, did both for a long time. And a lot of, you know, let's face it, um, human sexuality classes and stuff like that around relationships and stuff I taught, I would break off the, you know, men, women, whatever, and, you know, I, and it doesn't matter sexual orientation at all, okay, that, that doesn't matter, or how you identified yourself, you know, as a man, woman, whatever, anyways, I separated the class, and I would go after, you know what, I want you to write what you want in a relationship, how you want to be loved, what you want for both, both groups, okay, and, but I would not throw in physical characteristics because we'd be there all day, right? So ignore the physical characteristics. And it's ironic, Nairi, and others listening, that both men and women wanted basically the same thing. They were like mirror images. I'd write on the board, whatever, men, you know, women's list, men's list. And you would go out and you would see almost identical. They want a faction, good oral, good oral. Great in bed, great in bed, funny, funny. I can affectionate, you know, affectionate. I, it was ironic, and I did this for a long time, and it never, ever turned out um, against this norm, if you will. There was no exceptions to it, and I, it wasn't a you know, professional scientific study. I probably could have turned it into it. So what is the big difference? And that's when you said about teach them our love language, 
every woman is different and every man is different as far as what your love language is. There's some women that love affection. There's some women that get claustrophobic, don't want affection. There's men that are very affectionate and there's some men that aren't. So we need to be careful and that's why I don't get into gender stereotypes as much as far as, you know what, you have to go after the individual in you know, man or woman, or how you identify yourself, your gender, if you even have to identify yourself as a gender, okay? We can get into different groups and, you know, gender identity and all that aspect, but I'm not going to do that now. But how you see yourself and just, why don't you just say as you as an individual, this is how I want to be loved. This is my love style. This is what I want, you know, affection-wise. This is what I want in my, you know, when I'm upset, when I'm sad, when I'm pissed off. How we want those type of things and what I need to be open and I want to be open and I want to have that open dialogue and get, you know, deep and not all the surface stuff that, you know, the weather, the kids, the bills, that stuff to get more in a depth. So we look at uh, individual aspect and what your love identity is or what your love style is and not get so hung up about, um, I'm a woman that, you know what, you should know what I want because you're a man. <sighs> you're going to get frustrated. I agree, Harry, that men need to pay attention, right? Men need to pay attention, both men and women, because I see this again on both sides of the spectrum where women, you know, busy with the kids, whatever, and they don't pay attention what their man needs, and men not paying attention what their women needs or what their identity is, and that type of aspect. And again, it's not a right or wrong. It's going after what you, you know, what works for you, okay? So, um, check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. Uh, check it out. You know what? I'm always open to show topic, episode topic, idea. So, you know what? Direct message me. Message me on Facebook. Uh, let me know. Throw comments down below, okay? And Again, go after, learn what your love style, love identity is as far as affection, as far as activity levels, as far as when you're in a certain mood. This is what I need, okay? Write it down. Go over it and, you know what, talk about it. It's very, very important. To, you know what, not only you know what's important to you, now you can teach it to your partner or potential partner and they can do the same why not get rid of all, you know what, it takes you five years to learn stuff, ten years to learn stuff. We all been there, right? We get defensive. We get, you should just know, and it creates emotional disconnect. Why not make it easy, people, okay? Or are you afraid that, okay, this is what I want, but my partner's not going to give me those things? Then I want you to be confident enough if you're not getting most of those needs met, not all of them, then maybe the partner dynamic. And what I talked about last week about as far as compatibility on, you know what, on those elements as far as communication, right? Sexuality and basically what I'm talking about now and expanding on is your love style, okay? So check out my website again, theartofrelationships.org. Send any topic ideas, message me, please, okay? And you can check the Art of Relationships show out every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 noon Eastern time, okay? Peace and love, as always, people. Take care. Much love. Enjoy. Be safe out there, please, especially those people in the Midwest that got hammered by nasty Mother Nature, okay? <laughs> Peace. Career Builder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job, the skills you bring to work. 
And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com.